Hello, this is Gary Baker, and this is the Internet Advisor Show. Foster Brown has a day off, but Ed Riddell's here. Hey, Gary. I'm going to be talking about some wireless um, troubleshooting. Uh, we had Comcast in here last week, and they gave us some clues on why our net wireless networks could be running slow. Uh, and we're going to hear about that. Cal Carson's here. Uh, uh, chatting up all about the wonderful things of screen, spring cleaning up your IT. And everyone, be very afraid Windows 10 is coming. Oh, that's Shane Hamlin. Well, we got it almost right. Foster Brown has the day off, but uh, Gary Baker, Ed Riddell, Cal Carson, and Shane Hamlin are here uh, this hour. And this hour is going to be podcast, as well as you'll be able to hear it on some of our affiliate stations. And then uh, next hour, all of that is true. Plus, we'll be live on WJR. So stick around for the two hours, and uh, or download both from iTunes or wherever else you can download them from our site at internetadvisor.net. Uh, today, Shane, we're going to talk about Windows 10. That's yeah, coming, I, isn't it? Well, I hope I didn't scare you away at the, the, <laughs> the leave to run. Um, yeah, it is. It's coming, actually. They don't have a, an exact date yet, but it is uh, July-ish. Really? Uh, that soon? Yeah. I mean, they were going to be at the end of the year, fall, mm-hmm. um, and I guess uh, they want to go to July now. Okay, so. Snarky 101. What happened to Windows 9? Well, <laughs> good well, question. Nine, it's nine. hidden. It's well, hiding yeah. somewhere. I we mean, haven't it, found it yet. It's <laughs> an Easter egg in <laughs> Windows 10. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, there we go. I mean, July makes sense if yeah. you want to hit the college kids going back to school. And when they ha- yeah, they want to make that decision, If I should I get a, a Windows 8 laptop or should I get one reconfigured for 7? Heck, let's go right with Windows 10. And, and, and then we're ready for the holiday season. Everything's pre-bundled with yes. 10. You know, there's no rollout. You know, to, there's no delay. Yep. Well, it's interesting, too, because they just upgraded everybody to build. Well, it's it's 10074. So 74 builds of this to try to get it right. Um, and it's a, you know, it, it's an important program to get right, obviously. But um, 74 builds, really? Well, it's... They, they, not that they want to get it right. In my opinion, it's it's right. Okay. It's 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 there. It's eh? there. In my okay, opinion, cool. this is the OS so to have. Us, tell us what we're going to get different. Well, basically, let's let's back up a little bit. And you know, everyone is running your XP machine, um, and uh, not so much a seven, but mo- mostly the XP. I mean, we've got a lot of XP users out there. Yeah, I hope not too many because it's well, when they look at the internet traffic out there, they, it is still a huge percentage of the internet traffic is based on XP. A yeah, ton. It and, still is. And they're right. so afraid to move forward with upgrades uh I, you know whether it be windows 7 they're not so much now 7 um they're they're, they're except 7 but you mentioned 8 or 10 and forget about it well let's uh, talk about upgrades because you brought that yeah. up and it's 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 a question that I, i'd like to ask about now if i have windows 8.1 mm-hmm. or windows 7 mm-hmm. does that which one gets me the, the the free chance at windows 10 they both will okay you're, bo- you're both going to get that free upgrade within that first year of release so you have to commit yourself within that first year with within that first year and, and it's something you're going to want to do because windows 10 or windows now they're just calling it, a lot of them are just calling it windows mm-hmm. um is going to be the os that i think is going to bring the ship upright and 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 all together so is it uh, is it a fairly safe uh assumption to go by if you're if you're if you have a computer that can run Windows Seven, you can automatically run ten. Or do you have to do any enhancements? No, you're going to be just fine if you have if you have a Windows Seven machine right now at this point, it will run ten, no problem. And and the whole idea of of ten, as well as the new 
uh, the new browser, what's taking over for our edge, yes. Internet Explorer called the Edge, right? The edge. Well, in both cases, it we're trying to lighten, or Microsoft is trying to lighten the, the operating system. They're trying to lighten the browser. Yeah, right? we don't want to see you. We don't want to say dumb it down because it, it doesn't do us, us credit as users. But what they are, they're trying to simplify it for everyone. Yep. For those XP users, to be honest with you, that's mm-hmm. who they're really catering to on the, the older generation. Um, younger guys and myself that are in the industry, we moved right on to 10 or 8 and 8.1 just fine. Yeah. We have no problems really with it. I I like I, it. I, I My enjoy kids it. love it. It's, it's yeah. a great, you know, being a Windows family that we are, mm-hmm. you know, with the Xbox One, the, the several surfaces in the house and the phones of Windows phones, um, our experience as in 10 comes out is going to be even more amplified and enhanced. Mm-hmm. Um, so what will happen is uh, they've taken 10 now and, you know, all those users that like their start menu, their start button, it's back. Okay. It's not quite the same, but it's very similar to what it was with, with XP or 7. But it's not such a <clears throat> big jump to something brand new. Like if you had to go to a tablet, if we had thought about it, mm-hmm. you know, you could have gone to a tablet, you would have said, I like, I like that and it would have been Windows 8 on the tablet. But to do that on our computer, we have a concept of what yeah. a computer operating system looks like. If you've been an old, per, you know, an old user or, or a long-time user of, of uh, XP or Win 7, um, and that is back now in 10. Correct. I mean, the learning curve for someone going from XP to 7 was, was, was not so bad. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the things were kind of the same. They were there. They just looked a little newer and fancier and updated, uh, but they could get by. But going from XP to, say, Windows 8 would have just devastated people. You know, that's why that's where this, this reputation was that it's horrible. Right. Well, and Microsoft also introduced Lucky Charm. I meant Lucky Charms. Charms. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, there were a and, lot of new things. A lot of new things they tried. You know, instead of, getting, instead of having widgets, they tried introducing Charms. Yeah. Um, shutting down was a big big issue because Microsoft was thinking why shut down just let the computer go to sleep mm-hmm. you know just shut the lid I mean uh, over 50 75 percent of the market is st- is la- laptops basically or notebooks um, and desktops were only 25 of those laptops why even have a bu- button to shut down your computer if you want to shut down the computer on a tower press the power button but people were used to putting shutting the, down the computer yeah. or hitting start shut down and that was really in essence gone yeah. and now it's back and now it's back. Uh, and when you when you do click on your start menu, you're going to see a lot more than you did on say Windows 8. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not just going to have you know your control panel or things. You're going to have you're going to have you know your your tile interface pop up a little smaller version of it, uh, along with your programs and everything right there that you need. It's going to be the best of Windows yeah. 7 and Windows 8 one. I want to talk about when and we come, other things. When yeah. we come back, I want to talk a little bit about convergence because I see, you know, the convergence with tablets and your phone you know and let's um we're going to take a short break but when we come back i i think there's a big story here and about helping people understand what that convergence looks like so we're going to be back here after a commercial break thanks for hanging on well foster's not here today uh so we're taking over i swung around and uh, ed swung around so did cal and shane and uh but you know, if you go to our website at internetadvisor.net, a lot of you have downloaded uh, this podcast uh, from the website, so you know where it is. Uh, you'll see that although Foster's not here, his humor is still with us. He put in a photo of how Mac is supporting Windows. So if you want to know how Mac is supporting Windows, you got to go to the website, internetadvisor.net. Um, Shane, we were talking uh, at the le- in the last segment... 
Yes, Win Windows, 10. Windows 10. Don't have to be afraid of it. Embrace it. Um, it's going to be coming out uh, a lot sooner than what Microsoft thought. That must mean <laughs> as they simplified the operating system and they simplified uh, the Internet browser, Internet Explorer, to and now calling it Edge, mm-hmm. um, maybe it's easier to... You know, beta test it to get it out there to make sure it works in everybody's environment. Is that what's going on? They got it released sooner. Yeah, I mean, it, it worked. It's working out well for them, yeah. uh, to say the least. Uh, I think they're ready. They're trying to get ahead of the game a little bit, uh, jump on the sales mm-hmm. end of it. Not because it's going to be free, but on the devices that it's going to be installed on, right. um, with the whole continuum, or they're calling it continuum. Okay. Which is and in Mac, in Mac speak, what do we call it? It's called continuity. Continuity. Okay. Yes. And I but would call it convergence, yeah, which is so kind of what I was thinking. We all have the same the same word for it, so just different. Um, yeah, that's a Windows, Mac, and business speak, maybe. Yes. Yeah, that was uh, Ed Riddell <laughs> said that. Uh, the bottom line so is that <laughs> everything is running into each other. And, and, and even that continuity or convergence or continuum is even starting to creep across platforms as well. Yeah. Eventually, it's just going to be one big monkish operating system. Anyway. And, and devices. Too, you know, I'm seeing, and that's what we saw with Win 8 mm-hmm. and Windows 8, and nope. then 8.1 uh, was that you know th- the ability to not only have it work well on a touch screen, and and people had to have a touch screen, or it was a a, a very tough uh, operating system to use. But if you had a touch screen on your notebook or on your computer. It was very easy to see how that would work in a tablet form as well. You know, that brings up a magic question. It, Windows 10, is that touchscreen based or is that back to you know, our traditional yeah, mouse? Great base? question. Well, it's, it's going to be touch based. I mean, you're still going to be able to use uh, just you, your mouse, traditional mouse as well. It's a and touch, but a touch. it's a touch with a. Yeah, I mean, it's an either, either one of them. Yeah, and if, if I understand it pro- um, properly, when, when you power up the operating system, it's basically going to determine, is this a tablet or is this a laptop or desktop? And the interface will... will um, In other words, it'll sense whether there's a touch screen there, and if it doesn't, it's not going to present the touch screen Right, it's interface. configurable, Correct. but it's also, if it's a tablet, it's going to bring you the, the classic Windows 8.1 interface and, and not the classic it'll Windows know. 7. It'll yeah. know. Well, that's yeah. a nice touch. And the great thing about <laughs> it... <laughs> that's a boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that, <laughs> I really didn't. That was, make just, that was just that low-hanging fruit. That was an easy softball. And I'm going to tell everybody, you know, let's let's get over the fear. You know, so I'm talking to you XP people. Is really what I'm, you're going to have to upgrade. You have to. There's well, no. Their machines are getting so old. There's and no more. So slowly. No more right? hanging on to it. No more saying, "Well, I don't like Windows 8." I'm sorry. I tell this to my customers. You're going to have to get over it, get used to it, and start using it because this is the future. This is what it's going to be. And all you XP users, you're not going to be able to, start, you already can't use a lot of your banking stuff. Um, I'm finding customers coming and say, hey, my bank doesn't work anymore. Yeah, or, they, we or, don't support Or even Pogo, and, things and like that. Th- right. Things, right. Now, yeah. now uh, um, I, you know, we run across this in the listeners on the radio too, but they say, I have these programs that I had 10 years ago. How do I bring those over? I, I don't have the CDs or I don't, don't know where I downloaded them from, but I have all this information on there. And maybe it they only run in XP. Do, is there a, there's an only operating system emulator? Well, they, they do have the emulators. They're, okay. you know, even with, you know, with the pro versions of 7 and, and, and 8, the problem is, a lot of, I'll be honest with you, I don't have very good success with them. Really? Um, okay. They're Do you have this. one you recommend more than others? The, the one that's built in right into the, the OS. That's the one I've used. Okay. Uh, the problem is 
it's very hit and miss. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. There's only a couple things you can do. You can either go to the, the company that produces your software, the, you know, whether it be a Peachtree or an accounting piece of software, or I get a lot of CAD stuff. Uh, go to them and see if they offer a newer version and, right. and buy the newer version. Or maybe they have a recommended emulator that you would use. Because there's a lot yeah. of them, and most of them are free out there, right? There are many of them. There's are tons free. of emulators yeah. out there for it. Well, and an emulator, what it does is it, it emulates the environment, the OS environment that you need to be running in. So if you're running a Windows 7 machine and it requires XP, it'll emulate that XP environment within that 7 machine. So all you old folks out there, i got to mm-hmm. tell you, I ran into an operating system emulator for a Commodore 64. <laughs> yes, and and there are others for all the all the old operating systems out there. I think and I there must it. be one. Do you use? I that? use it. I use it for the gaming. Yeah, I'm I was going to say that's, that's what people do. There's, there's a web-based yep. version for the Commodore. 64. Elevator Madness. All these games that you can't play anymore. I get to play all my Commodore games, which is great. <laughs> I, um, God, I, I, they should be in a museum somewhere, shouldn't they? It's, well, they're actually well, the sure Henry Ford does have one. The Henry Ford does have a does have a Commodore. Commodore they actually have a, a nineteen early nineteen eighties kids bedroom set up there. Oh really? So oh, when you walk so in, it's, it's in there. It's in there. Yeah. Oh wow. Very so cool. so Shane, what else yes. is Windows Ten going to offer us? Well, it's going to offer you. We mentioned really quickly about Continuum and, and, and convergence, uh, those kind of things. What happens is, like I mentioned before, I'm a Windows family, so I've got a Windows phone. Mm-hmm. I've got a Windows Surface tablet. I've got an Xbox One. I got desktops, laptops. Are all Windows going to be on Windows Ten? Mm-hmm. So I download a song or a movie or anything on my machine. When I say my laptop. Well, when I go to my Xbox One, mm-hmm. it's going to be there available for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have the same platform, the same screen, the same everything on all my devices, no matter what device I use. That's that's got to be nice and and easy then to remember where Simple. things are and and whatnot. I used to have kind of a a um, bifurcated family mm-hmm. because my daughter had a Windows machine and she ended up moving out. So uh, we're back to an all Windows machine, all Windows family as well. But bifurcated? But, yeah, well, that's separated. How's that? Oh my God, <laughs> I just <laughs> learned something new today. So so is but. But now you speak both ACDC, Cal. Yes, I go both ways, uh, both Mac and Windows. So, you know, it's important to be able to do both of them. And I'm kind of looking forward to building a 10 machine to have there as well, just to see how it will interact with the rest of the network and that sort of thing. But I think there's a good point we need to bring up, and, and, and that is this. If you happen to have a machine running Windows 7, you're in groovy shape. But if you're an XP person, don't go out and buy Windows 10. Go out and buy a new machine with Windows 10 yeah, because that XP machine is not going to be able to handle it. Well, you're going to spend at least 120 bucks on Windows 10 when it does release for retail. Mm-hmm. Um, you can take that money and buy a, a you know an off lease or a refurbished machine for you know 150, 199 bucks or 240. I right. you know with Windows 7 or yeah. 10. Yeah, I, I happen to stop into a Best Buy mm-hmm. just because uh, I get my oil changed next door. So I went over and just looked at uh, Best Buy and. Uh, it's a it's amazing what you can buy for three hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, three hundred and twenty bucks, three hundred and fifty bucks. There's there's models in all of those price categories, and you know you can even go online and and probably do at least as well, if not a little cheaper. Correct. Um, Lately, my, my ideal sweet spot for purchasing a laptop, if a person's on the window side of the fence, is roughly a budget for about five hundred and fifty bucks. That'll you get, get you a real laptop, nice one, right? That'll get you a laptop. 
that'll get you a, a, a decent enough case to go with it. That'll get you an external hard drive to back it up mm-hmm. with as well. So if you budget about 550 bucks, you, you're covering yourself with a decent enough machine. Yeah, I mean, and, so, and some of those folks, they have desktops. Mm-hmm. Why would they want to go to a laptop? You know, they the, wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, you can. Are you sure? Mobility. A lot of them will like this. You know, that's. It's really hard to convince them. I, I, my parents, I could not get them onto. They, they love that tower. And the other thing that the other thing about desktops, it, you can get a bigger monitor with a desktop than you can on a laptop. Well, well think get, of this: you get you a laptop get with an HDMI interface. You can plug it into your sixty-inch TV. Right. And it uh, can be wireless if you want to. Can, and you can make it wireless. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm finding I'm finding in, in my store. That people are u- using both. They have no problem owning both. Oh, you know, really? I have a laptop and a desktop. You know, they have both different functions for them. Yeah, I've s- I've heard people that have said, "I won't leave my desktop. It's going to sit in the study." And then when you tell them, "Look, you know, the weather's nice. Take it and go sit on the porch. Go sit on the back deck." And, for, and they go, "Oh, I can do that. Of course you can. If for you those, have a laptop." For those examples, yeah. I'll take a laptop over, and I've got a wireless keyboard and mouse already set up at the desk. And I've got an HDMI cable, and I walk over, I plug the HDMI cable, and I look, now you have a desktop yeah. with one plug. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, th- their eyes open a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so Yeah, but if you're really creative, and you're using a tablet, and you're using a, 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 a bunch of pallets and stuff in your particular o- operation, where you can get all the pallets on that large HDMI screen, having the tablet and stuff like that, sitting at a desktop is just a more comfortable experience. It's hard to go out on the deck have the pina colada in one hand and you have your tablet over here and then you got a pad over here that you're doing you know drawing stuff it's difficult really i'd like to sit on the sofa i'm there and with my family while they may be watching tv or i'm watching the game i can't watch the whole time because they're in the huddle part of the time so i on my computer you so. should be concentrating <laughs> yeah, i guess maybe so we're going to take another break but when we come back um let's finish up windows 10 yeah. if there's anything else Couple more things and then spring cleaning cal this is the time of year we got to do some spring cleaning Well, this is Gary Baker, and uh, Foster has the day off, and uh, Mike Parson is behind the glass. Uh, Thank you, Mike, for uh, keeping us on track and helping me run this board, and I'm not used to sitting in the tall chair here, so... (laughs) so You know, I always used to look up... I used to always look up at you, Gary, but now I'm really looking up at you. I know, I feel like... like, uh your subjects here in this big uh, throne here in front of us. <laughs> yes, well, don't get, I, I won't get too used to it. I'll welcome Foster back next week. So, um, we're going to finish up talking about Windows 10 because yeah. there's still a few new things. A few more um, things. Um, what well, there's, what uh, else should there's we a know? A ton about? more, but yeah. some of the more important key keynotes is um, let's be realistic. One of the biggest industries in the world is gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, Windows Absolutely. 10 is, is, is tackling gaming. Uh, basically, what they're doing is they're trying to. Uh, Cross, you know, the cross-platform wall is going to be knocked down. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, you, what that means is between the console and the PC. Yes. Yeah, and so, I have people at work talking about yes, that. It's huge. Uh, basically, what's going to happen is uh, anyone that owns an Xbox uh, One will be able to take their Xbox One game uh, and go to their PC and stream it and play on their PC. Wow. Why would you want to play a game on a PC when you got a cool console to play? Well, on? because some people like the feel of a large screen in front of you. Okay. And more control. You're right there. Uh, the, the the use of the joystick or controller versus mouse and keyboard. And the graphics are much better. The graphics and the density and the 3D rendering. Are they on better the on the console or better no, on the PC. PC? You talk to yeah. PC users. I mean, they'll spend a thousand dollars on a video card, eight hundred to a thousand dollars on two video cards with 
with two 40-inch screens yeah. and, and immerse themselves in the gaming. Me? You know, and I'll tell you what, when, wow. when you look at kids my son's age, still in high school, and there are kids that are so good at gaming, and it's gamification. We're using gamification uh, a lot in industry to help do training. Well, these guys are training themselves because they're seeing different conventions that are being used in the gaming industry. They're, it, it's wonderful training for some of these kids. So I have to ask the magic question. Why would I ever buy a console if the experience is so much better on a PC? Is that kind of that convergence maybe we were talking no, about? It's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's gonna, you're going to have both. I mean, it's going to be nice because a lot of guys don't have that PC to play on. So I will be able to play somebody... They they can't afford a PC a gaming PC because it costs them it's, yeah you know uh, eighteen hundred dollars so, so yeah, a gaming PC ones. is a, entirely different from just using a normal PC correct okay. correct and what will happen is like uh, a new game that's coming out uh, they're going to do cross platform so those people at home on their Xbox One will be able to join in and play along with me on my PC which hasn't been the case never there. it's always been the, the the dream yeah and now it's finally being realized so there's a there's a civil war going to take place now in which, the very near future which comes up with the the other question, do you upgrade a desktop unit to make it a gaming box, or can you do that with a laptop? Well, most times it's a, th- a desktop. Oh, mm-hmm. The laptops are a little hard to configure. See, there's so. another reason for desktop, <laughs> Cal, don't you? For everybody on the radio that's hearing us or in podcast, Cal was pointing at yep. me, making a point, I think, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm a desktop right, guy. Right, I, I, right. Okay, so, so we have the gaming thing. What Here's else is going thing. on? Um, one store, the rule of them all. So you're going to have a, a huge Windows store. Mm, yeah. So the apps for your phone will be available for the apps on your PC and vice versa. I've heard this concept somewhere before. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> well yeah, yeah, it came no. out in when Windows 98 came out. Fortunately, this isn't yeah, the Apple but, show. And it's finally happening, right, on the, in the Windows Correct. environment. Yes, yeah, that's and, and, and it's the way it should be because right. it makes it more convenient to be able to buy software. You don't have to go to you know a store and go get it and load it in and stuff like that. Click, click, right there on your desktop. Bam, you're in in a few minutes. And you now, has any, anything been said about the licensing? So if I actually purchase an app that works on my phone... Mm-hmm. Do we, does that license allow me to work across platforms? Every every device you own with Windows 10. That's perfect. Wonderful. So what else? So this cloud-based there's stuff, stuff is really working. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, also um, Cortana AI mm-hmm. is going to be available for all platforms now, not oh, just the Windows Phone. That's wonderful. Um, and to be honest with you, Cortana blows Siri out of the water yep. when it comes to this rea- the the, the and, functionality. Yeah, and of explain it, it because uh, people that know Siri, they know now that it's voice recognition, but yeah. uh, but it speaks to you, yeah, right? Well, yeah, and it speaks to you. Recognize your voice. It's a it's a very good voice recognition. It learns. Uh, it's very smart. Um, and people that have used Siri that have saw my phone and demoed my phone realize it's a far superior product so with cortana i won't have to use the keyboard on my computer if i'm running windows 10 i can just talk to it correct you can say you know cortana you know i would like to open up windows or uh send my wife a message or if you get an incoming email that says hey your uh shane your wife just emailed would you like me to read it oh sure would you like me to post to show you the picture that she attached to it sure would you like to reply i do that now with my phone Mm -hmm. my family thinks i'm nuts because my phone will be sitting in the kitchen and cortana say hey shane you got an email from somebody do you want me to read it right so i'm talking to my phone across the house mm-hmm. well and try that in the car you can actually now text in the car with just speech right correct comes and up and says you just got a text yeah would you like me to read it yep. yes i do that would you that. like to respond yes and then you can respond it says this is what you said yep 
send it, please. Send. Same thing with Facebook. You know, yeah. someone posted a post on Facebook. Do you want to like that post? Do you want to comment on that post? Yeah. Yep. It, it's it's Can the you next set step. That post on fire and just make it go Correct. away. So yeah. it's, it's 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 a leapfrog <laughs> over. It's it's a leapfrog over Siri, mm-hmm. you know. Of course, a, as something like this is, and then eventually, some point, Apple will come out with hopefully a better product, the, and that's the, what we need. It, it's and constantly it's like that, yep. back and yep. forth, back and forth. If you remember back when when the uh, via voice and natural dragon speaking, yes, um, or dragon natural speaking, yes, uh, you know they were leapfrogging at each other. It, one was better, and then the other one would come out with a new release that was better. Then via voice would come out with a new release, and then that was back better again. So. Same things happening. And I'm right? getting, I'm starting to start testing myself where I'm talking as fast as I can, as mumbles I can, and see how it works. And it's been pretty, been pretty good. I'm sorry, what did you say? That was a little too fast for yes. me. And mumbly, too. <laughs> yes, I, I understand. So, um, so any, anything else before? I want to yeah. talk about Microsoft Ignite, too. Well, point. yeah, Ignite. One more thing before we go okay. to Ignite. Um, uh, the, also, the, the, the HoloLens, yes. which is coming out for Windows yeah. 10. So tell us about that. It's going to be a headset, kind of like Ocular, some of the others that were out, um, but you're going to be able to see through it. Okay. It's not going to put you, it's not going to blind you. You're going to be able to see where you're going. It's actually going to take that Windows 10 environment and the holograms and then, and put it into your world. Mm-hmm. So it'll take a quick scan of the room you're in, and it'll start placing those u- utilities and apps in that room for you. Oh, that's so if you're sitting be... on your couch and you want to watch TV, there's your 100-inch screen on your, t- on your TV wall. So, you know, they've been doing this in, in the laboratory. They've been doing this. The military's been doing it with heads-up display mm-hmm. and using it for fighter uh, pilots and a number of other places. Is yeah. this getting cheap enough? We can now start to use it well, um, in our own living and room? It's not, and it's not going to be as clunky. And you, The great thing about seeing through it is you don't look blind walking around like some of the, you know, right. blind. Yeah, you look through it. You look through it. And it uh, it's going to be between 3 and 400 bucks. So, so does every affordable. member in the family have to have a headset to do this? Of course. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought uh, you know because I misunderstood you. I thought it was a projection sort of situation. No, it's uh, through the through the headset, just okay. like you know Google Glasses and so yeah. forth. So it's like a virtual reality, but not enclosed inside of a box. I would want to. I just like to. I think it would be more of as a holographic um, environment, more like a holodeck. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kind of like you know on, on Star Trek. All right. Yeah. I was pr- projecting things into the room. That you can manipulate. Yeah, I, I and, can't and, wait and to come over to your house and see you riding a bicycle, an invisible bicycle, right in the middle of the room. <laughs> yeah, you know, who knows? Oh, uh, the music is going in the background, guys. Um, we are going to take a break, Cal. We didn't talk about spring cleaning on your computer, but oh, we're going to have to. Oh, plenty of time. All right, we're going to come back after this break, and we've got to get to that, uh, and maybe a, a comment or two about the uh, Microsoft Ignite. Uh, which is their big conference held in Chicago last year. So we'll be back after this commercial break. Well, welcome back. Um, we have uh, Ed Riddell, Cal Carson, and Shane Hamlin here yes. in the studio. And uh, my name is Gary Baker. Foster has a day off, but he'll be back next week. So, Shane, um, any last comments before we get to spring cleaning about Windows 10? Uh, no, I mean, they came out with the, the conference, uh, and really it, what, a lot of this information came right. out was in the, the, the Ignite conference in, what, right. in Chicago. In Chicago, yep, and, last week. Yeah, last week. And you can see a lot of this online, the videos and the presentations. Yeah. And um, it, it was mostly geared toward the enterprise version, you know, enterprise on Windows 10 and the future mm-hmm. of um, Azure. 
which is going to be their new server cloud-based server for in-house uh, right. companies. You know, it's a, <clears throat> a lot of times in business they talk about, well, there's enterprise technology yeah. now and then the cool digital stuff going on. And uh, Microsoft was saying that IT now stands for innovation and transformation, trying to move from that enterprise look. Still got to do it to run companies, still got to make sure everything runs, but the cool stuff and the customer engagement, the customer experience is all out in kind of that new technology. So I think Microsoft is um, has always played in both areas, but they're uh, they're really concentrating on uh, that customer experience now. So that's good. Yeah, I mean, with the business user, the way they've kind of changed Office with the Office 365 and and now the, how it's the service based and and you know the monthly fees, I'm finding my customers very receptive to that. Mm-hmm. Meaning every other year I'm not going to have to fork out you know so many thousands of oh, dollars yeah. in licensing. They're they're loving it. I've already gotten my money out of it mm-hmm. over and over and over again. I've been on um, Office 365 uh, for my family. Uh, I can get up to five users for 99 bucks a year. Why yeah, wouldn't get, you do that? That's such a good deal when it, you consider it, all the costs that you would spend over the next five, six, eight years. And a terabyte of, right. of cloud backup storage, yeah, right? That's right. Yeah. So. Yeah, okay, d- so that's for the family. But what do you do... In um, corporations, in the business environment, it, it, is that when you stand up your own servers? And no, uh, no, it, it's no. Office 365. It's in the cloud. But we, do, as a corporation, I don't want my data in some cloud. I well, want to control my data. Well, but th- we're all going the other way. Uh, well, I understand that. But so, I'm just saying there might be corporations out there that say, so, I mean. But we're so all it, going uh, the uh, other way. <laughs> aren't the. Um, well, the Azure, will, uh, the Azure will have that functionality of having some cloud based storage for your yeah. local servers. For your cloud based apps can run locally on your machines. Right. Yeah. But that's the opposite direction of everyone's going. Right. I, I get what you're saying, but there is an option there, but reality is it's not going that way. I think what's yeah. really going to happen is that we'll be getting our applications from the cloud. Mm-hmm. But we'll be storing our own data if needed, depending on you know regulations and that sort of thing. You know, like if if you're not subscribing to an a, a what I call a public cloud service like uh, SkyDrive right. or that sort of thing, mm-hmm. then you you'll be your doing own. your own cloud. And that's where I was going. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I'm sure that's where the Azure is coming in that you can yeah. set up your own. Yeah. Right. Your own private cloud in the cloud. Right. So. Spring cleaning. We've been. Uh, it's a beautiful day. We co- kind of miss spring here in Michigan. We kind of went from winter to summer. I don't think so. Uh, yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still scared. You know, May's not over yet, and it's Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a beautiful day today, and has been for a week or so. So, um, but you know, it's a great time. Not that you have to wait to spring to do some spring cleaning on your computer, but it's a great time while you're changing the batteries and you're moving your clock and you're doing some other things. What what's a good way to kind of get things done? Because I know a lot of people they say, oh, I gotta you know, I I gotta delete all my cookies. I've got to do this. I've got to you know, I've got to delete um, all of the um, things that I think actually make it easier and faster to use their browser, like cookies, um, good cookies, right? Actually, what else? Actually, we? what I was thinking more about was not so much cleaning the inside of your computer, which is a good idea, and everything that you just said is a great thing to do. And I say, hey, you know. Every couple of months, you should do that. Go through and look at what you got there. Look at your desktop. Oh, my God, look at this. I had this project I was working on two months ago. Do I really need it anymore? Or can I just archive that off onto an external drive? Or better yet, toss that rascal in the trash and hit the empty button. 
But uh, those things are important to do. But kind of to segue from what Shane was talking about, because this particular function goes across platforms as well. And I'm talking about spring cleaning that you've, you know, you went down and you, over the wintertime, you just didn't feel like hauling that second computer that you haven't used for the longest time out of the basement and, and get it out to the curb or get it over to a recycler or give it to an organization that can reuse it and make it useful. This is a good time of year to start doing that. Uh, you know, it's because you're going to, you know, as Shane was talking about, hey, I'm going to Windows 10. I've been using XP. Oh, this machine's not going to cut it. What should I do with the old machine? Well, be responsible with it. Recycle it by either giving it to a competent recycler so they can, uh, you know, take the parts and reuse them over again. Or better yet, donate it to a place like Global Tech Ministries, which is one of the ones that we've interviewed That's out right. here before. Steve Beck, right? Yep. There's a 501c3 organization. You can check them out at globaltechministries.org. And uh, Steve will get in contact with you. He'll even come and pick up the equipment from you. And they'll take it, they'll re repurpose it, and give it to an organization that needs technology to be able to move forward with, or even organizations overseas that need technology to move forward with. And then that way, you get a tax write-off, you're doing responsible uh, disposal of your equipment, and you're getting yourself prepared for that next step in, in life, which would be Windows 10, or if you decide to cross platforms, go over to a Mac. Right. You know, whatever choice that you know works out best for you. So, um, those... Those XP machines are pretty slow. People have kind of put up with them over the years because that's what they know. They're going to get to a much, much faster machine. Some of them instant on, right? Yeah, that um, sort of thing. Which is nice. Um, but they give it to Steve. What's he going to do with it? He's going to probably clean everything off of it, put on a lightweight OS, right, and get it back to somebody who can use it where they can, can – is that – is that what they do? That's exactly what Steve okay. do. Now, see, the, the difference is this. People say, well, that machine is obsolete. Well, no, it isn't. It's obsolete for you and for what you want to do. With that but operating system. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But imagine you have no computer at all. Any computer is a step up for you. Mm -hmm. And so, therefore, even though it runs slower than what you might want to be able to do with a computer, for someone without a computer living in an area where they don't have t access to technology, getting something to work with is a gift for them. And what, Steve, uh, uh, what Steve's organization does is they'll take the machine and they'll make sure it's worked over. And they'll make sure it's been wiped clean. They'll reinstall a new operating system in it. They'll add memory if it's necessary to add to it. They'll get it up and running, and then they'll find a worthy organization to donate that machine to so that technology can spread out to other people who may not normally get that. So in other words, uh, let, let's use the analogy of your XP machine being a, like a golf cart. You're stepping up to a real car, a Ford Focus or whatever, much different experience. But somebody who has to walk everywhere, um, if that golf cart were refurbished, put a little bit of higher motor, bigger motor in it, um, they would love that. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. I mean, you know, anytime anybody wants to come along and say, hey, you know, I got this old Ferrari. I'm not doing anything <laughs> with it. <laughs> Calvin, here, you take it. You know, it'll be a step up from my truck, you know, and it's the same concept. Same concept. We, right. we get that a lot at our store where someone will come in and say, hey, can you take this machine? Yeah. Because they don't be, know how to dispose of it. Well, right? be honest with you, Salvation Army, um, those kind of clubs, the Purple Heart, won't take computers anymore. Yeah. They're just, they don't have the resources to handle that. But uh, and you can't throw them away. 
but global, you're right. You can't. You're mm-hmm. not not responsibly. Well, for sure. our city ordinances says you, you can't. Yeah, you have so. to bury it somewhere in your, <laughs> like your garbage really, so they can't. It's like throwing away paint. You know, it's a big yeah. no-no. But yeah. uh, and that's what we'll do. We'll take it a uh, machine as well. And if it's something that we can use again, we won't resell. But I usually keep those off to the side. Yeah. So when someone comes in on hard times and under bad, hard under luck, I have something to offer them for free. Yeah. And and with Steve Beck with Global Tech Ministries um, then he, they'll clean the hard drive, make sure that none of your data goes to anybody beforehand. And in fact, they want to clean it off because they got to put something totally new on it. So great. This was a great hour. People can get to it. Uh, well, actually, if they um, are listening to it, they're probably listening to it using iTunes and the podcast. Um, we have an hour left. So if you've downloaded the first hour, download the second hour and hear that. Otherwise, Um, We're going to be live on JR for uh, the next hour of the show. So uh, thank you, guys. Stick around. Audience, please stick around um, or download that second uh, podcast hour. We're going to be answering questions in that second hour.